Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 92. Do you have something you can do effortlessly for hours? It's a really important question. And we're going to deep dive into this, but do you have something you can do effortlessly for hours? Why is this important? Well, uh, you know, I previously mentioned Zach Pogrob and I was reading something that he had posted and he was talking about, I don't believe this came from a quote, Jeremy Giffen, and he shared it. He said, I don't believe there is such a thing as laziness. Rather, I believe that most people spend their lives working on the wrong thing. No one is a lazy procrastinator in all areas of their life. Everyone has something they can do effortlessly for hours. And they tend to do that effortless thing better than they do the thing that they are lazy about. Most people think obsession is about putting in way more effort. In reality, it's about what feels effortless. This is a very important question. Now, there's a lot of layers here because this isn't about, oh, well, I don't feel like doing this work. Therefore, you know, I'm not going to do any work. I don't like work in general. You may not like work on the, the the tension that you're currently giving to the, whether it's the industry, the discipline, the whatever it might be. You may be working a job that doesn't relate to you. You may be in a wrong role. You may be in a wrong function. I don't know. And I can't, I can't make that decision for you. What I can tell you is, and most successful people in some area or another will say, yes, there were certain things that just couldn't get my attention. It couldn't grab my attention. I couldn't stay focused on it. And then there were other things that I was so unbelievably focused on that just felt so effortless that I just loved more than anything. Now, here's the kicker. If you, it's it's not always about the work. It could be the subject. This is very, very important because I have an insane work ethic. Well, I've always had one, but the things that I don't always want to do, I have no problem doing for the things that I want to do. Does that make sense? Like there might be things that I'm creating with systems, which I was never really a systems person until I kind of became one, but it was only because I was applying it to things that I really enjoyed, excuse me, and I wanted to expand on, right? And so like my writing became first and foremost, my podcasting became, got up to the forefront, my creating community online and teaching creatives and entrepreneurs around the world and, um, you know, having a relationship with mindset and ourselves and our soul and talking about all of these things. I'm going to, and I'm going to give you guys an exercise here in a little bit, but the point being is that when I direct my attention at the things I love to do, the subject matter all of the other little things underneath that, whether it's the admin or the workload or um, figuring out how to piece it all together and to make it, that does become a lot more effortless than, well, let's say I am an accountant. I hate doing my job in general. Well, yeah, I may not be um, wanting to do that work. And I might actually almost feel a little bit lazy in some way, or, you know, maybe we wouldn't use a, a job like that because I mean, obviously it takes something already to get to there, but you can pick any job. Now, here's also something that's interesting. 
Um, because a lot of times we see people who are very successful in any kind of discipline, they may actually be in their right role. And it could be a job like engineering or accounting or book sales or uh, a coffee shop barista. And they may be so successful at it because they're effortless with it. But when they tell other people who are still trying to, any of us who are trying to search for our thing, we may jump into that thing thinking we're going to get the same energy out of it. And then we're like, wow, like I'm not as, you know, I'm not as into this thing as that person. Maybe I suck. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's that. No. And then, or you might even become lazy about it. And then you might actually think that that has something to do with you. And I'm here to tell you that most likely it might not be the subject matter that is best for you. It could be. I don't fully know that. You know, I can't speak for everyone, but what I have found is that why is it that if, if and to do all the uh, the banking and the financial and the uh, dealing with cash flow and projections and numbers, uh, it wasn't always something that I was into as much, even though I was really good with math. But when I applied it to my own business, uh, my own digital agency, and then now really more into my own digital products and, and the brand of Matt Gottesman that I'm building, that's like these new levels are you kidding me it's 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 so much more easy to do it's just easier to do it's just more so much more fun i don't want to use the word fun because there are moments where it's not so fun but i can do it effortlessly for hours because it's for my thing and that's a big difference i'm not going to be lazy about my stuff i might have days off <laughs> and i might have days that i don't feel on as much but the mission is real and so I want you to think about, do you have something you can do effortlessly for hours? Think about where do you feel like you are being lazy because you just don't have a drive, any kind of real drive for it. Now, you got to be very, very careful about this because like procrastination, um, you know, laziness, maybe not following your intuition. There's a lot of layers in here. So I want to be very mindful of that. What I mean by that is that, for example, when I was a, solely a consultant, just handling a lot of clients and not working on my own stuff, I was procrastinating on my own stuff. Now, now that's a different kind of procrastination because it was almost a pull knowing that, oh, the stuff that I want to be doing was much more effortless versus the amount of effort I was exerting for the things that just didn't seem fully aligned with me. And that's a really big deal because sometimes the laziness or the procrastination of not doing certain things that we should be doing, that we ought to be doing that are in our intuition are also signals for where the effortless might live. Because I was actually exerting more effort on building clients, dreams, reality, businesses, brands, all the things, and sometimes doing it for them versus them participating as much, right? But not always all the cases, by the way. So... I want you to kind of look at where are you procrastinating and why? What is resonating with you and what is not? Where are you finding yourself lazy? And would you find yourself lazy with that those some of those same tasks if they were applied to something different that, that lit you up even more? And by the way, I get it. I totally get it. Society is going to just give you, going to just try to rip you a new one telling you how much, um, you know, abandoning that very safe thing to go after something that resonates with your soul. 
You are here to play for your soul. You do not need anyone's permission, validation, or approval. It will take effort. It will take time. I cannot tell you how much time. But you will experience more effortless working hours towards things that just resonate with your soul. Now, there's a really great exercise you can also do called Ikigai. So it's spelled I-K-I-G-A-I. And I've spoken about this before, and it's a Japanese word. And it's meant to show you the intersection of four key things and how they can basically create your um, your world, if you will. Um, four key questions. What do you love to do? What are you great at? What does the world need? And you can also be paid for it. So at the intersection of these four things is where you can bring your essential value, if you will, to life. And I'm going to go through each of these, but I want you to write these questions down. And again, it's a Japanese word, Ikigai, I-K-I-G-A-I, which was recently gained attention worldwide and refers to a passion that gives value and joy to your life. So, um, and there's a really great um, graphic online that you can, when you Google, it'll show you. And it, it shows the intersection that says like, you know, what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you are good at. And then it, it like, so between what you love and what you are good at, um, the intersection there is passion. What you love and what the world needs, the intersection there is mission. What you can be paid for and what the world needs, vocation. And what are you good at and what you can be paid for, profession. Right? These are really, really, really good when you think about it. So, because when you think about, okay, well, what do you love to do? So, for me, I love reading, writing, uh, podcasting, speaking, weight training, hiking, traveling, cooking, uh, you know, interacting with, with people, building community, right? All these things. Okay, great. Well, um, what am I good at? So now if we know what I love and we know what I'm good at, which I'll explain, then we can talk about passion. Well, I am really good at writing design, marketing, building community, sales, business, all these things, right? So I can basically bring my passion in between these two these two things because I love to talk about um, everything from spirituality to quantum physics and mechanics to uh, mindset and personal growth and development to business and doing good business and, and how do we take care of our customers and clients really well and how do we use systems to do so and like you know all of these different things right but I know what I'm really good at I know the areas um, within writing and design and marketing and sales that I'm really good at and business I know what I'm good at and so I can take what I love to do forward so i get to basically bring my passion to the world which is pretty cool okay so if we look at the uh, so if we look at what we loved it what i love to do and what the world needs let me tell you something the world needs a lot of different things right but we it's our job to kind of figure out for each of us what that might be now i know a lot of people uh are uh, it's bringing their voice online, their content, doing their content, streamlining the process, how um, streamlining their their, their 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 brand, their personal brand or their brand online or in the digital space and how it's actually thriving and doing really well. Um, but then also there's a lot of people who are wanting to return to themselves. They don't want permission uh, from anybody. They want to just 
you know, tap more into their, their truest self. They want to tap into their soul, their creativity. They want to manage their creativity. They want to manage their business. Okay. Well, that's a really great, you know, part of my mission. You know, how do we bring more authenticity back to the world? How do we get people more back in alignment with themselves? So that way they're operating from that place. Could you imagine if the world is operating from their more, their highest authentic self and doing things that are most aligned with themselves and bringing that level of value to the rest of the world and everybody else is doing that as well? Right. And so and if the world needs that and I can be paid for certain things, okay, that's my vocation. Then what am I, you know, bringing to people in the form of is it in content? Is it in courses? Is it in products? Is it in services? And I have a a wide array of those things that do that. Right. So and that's also what helps create my profession or where I focus my work. You want to sit with these things. You want to ask yourself these questions because your soul is here for a very specific purpose. And I feel, and maybe set of purposes, and I feel like there's a lot of uh, stress put on. Like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my purpose is. That's okay. Sitting with yourself and asking yourself these questions, especially what do you love to do? What are you great at? What, what does the world need more of, you know, right now? And you can follow, and this is where you can niche down. Like, you know what? There needs to be a lot more literacy on this, this, and this. There needs a lot, there, people need to be a lot um, less <clears throat> stressful and more calm in their nervous system. Great. Like you can, you can really niche that down, you know, and then also what can you be paid for? How can you be paid for it? Right. You can, you'll figure out the how, but you can be paid for it. And so when you slow down and you start to go into discovery mode and look at, okay, let me look at all the signals. So besides these four words, what are some signals? Again, like I said back at the top of this episode, well, what comes effortless to me? Why does it come effortless to me? What could I spend hours and hours and hours doing? Um, what, what about that thing is different than the thing that I might be focusing my time and energy on? And do I, how do I feel about the work in the things that I don't like to do, but sometimes have to, whether f- from just that's, I was told to be responsible. I was told to follow this path. Uh, you know, I have to be doing this thing. Would you have the problem doing those same things if it were for something that you do effortlessly? And I'll give you another great example. You know, my nephew, uh, he is amazing with cars. He's absolutely obsessed with cars. He is obsessed with constantly anything, anything to do with them. And I don't mean like looking at them. I mean, and he's been this way since probably about four or five years old. He's now 20, turning 21 this year. And um, he, you know, he's been engineering on cars since he was young. He's been, um, you know, involved in car scenes. He's been involved in buying cars, selling them, you know, anything to do, uh, everything with the engines, everything under the hood. And, you know, he works for a, uh, a very big company um, that is related to tires and whatnot, like one of the biggest in the country. Um, he's a high-ranking manager already. And um, he's learning the business inside and out from distribution to manufacturing with the tires to, you know, ordering to sales to customer service. I mean, he's learning it all, all of it. 
And um, now some areas he he may or may not enjoy. You may not enjoy it, right? But because it's related somehow to cars, which is what he loves to do, he is get he is getting the education so much so that when he was going to school for electrical engineering, they couldn't teach him fast enough because he already knew a lot of that stuff. And when they were trying to teach him business, he was like, I work for a business that's also paying for everything, including schooling. Like, they're teaching me more about business. Right. Versus, oh, when I'm at, when he was in school and trying to do the, you know, the, the work, but it wasn't like really resonating because he's like, well, this, I'm not really hands on with this. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, what I'm finding for my job is actually the opposite of what you're telling me. Right. That doesn't happen ever. Always. Uh, no, but y you get where I'm saying. And so like and he knows what he wants to potentially do with his future. He has a vision what he wants to do with with cars and engines and um, like a whole array of things when it comes to that world. He knows what he wants to do. And what's cool about that is that, and I, you know, whenever, you know, our family are very supportive, but anytime anybody's ever been worried, I'm like, oh, no, no, that kid's, that kid's on fire. He's going to be great. He's going to be absolutely great because he loves cars. He loves being around them, figuring them out, figuring out the engine, making them work uh, stronger, faster. He can, he can immerse himself in there for hours and hours of effortless work. He can go into his garage and work on it for hours and hours. And then when he talks to me about stuff, I listen, even though sometimes on certain parts, I have no clue what he's talking about, but actually I'm genuinely interested. And I listen to him. I'm like, man, when somebody talks like that passionately, they're going to be fine. But let me tell you something, like, I don't think he thought, oh, well, like, you know, I, I want to learn sales. I want to learn marketing. I want to learn this and that and all these things. But when it got applied to his cars and tires and engines and all that stuff, no problem. He's just immersed. So I, that's kind of what I'm trying to get across to you as an example of, you know, but if he had been trying to force into another box, something, something else, he'd be like, oh, marketing sales, I don't really want to do this. Oh, like, you know, I really don't want to learn about uh, distribution and manufacturing. It becomes all of a sudden boring. He's di he'd be disconnected. That's why following your soul is so important. When you follow your intuition, your, your interest that may not be understood by others, but for some reason just make a lot of sense to you, oh, look out. And, that's, and then here's the deal. Why does he keep getting promoted? Well, because he loves what he does, you know, and he knows his stuff. So it's just easy to work with him because he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. No, now he's also learning a lot about his own character development and his personality along the way and all these things. Yeah, you know, and leadership, but he's in his thing. And I give him a lot of credit because um, a lot of people would say, oh, well, you're not doing this route. You're not doing that route. He's crushing it. He's absolutely crushing it. And it's going to be fun to see where he goes. And we'll talk about this sometime years in the future. So I want you guys to think about that. What do you do? You have something you can do effortlessly for hours. I don't think laziness is a problem. I think it becomes a problem when you are disconnected from something that you truly want to be doing and instead are in, in terms of subject matter. Because again, if you only equate the the actual task, you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that task. I'm like, yeah, but if it was applied to like professional gaming or uh, being uh, a professional bowler or, um, you know, being a, a content blogger. Now, again, again, lots of time, effort and work. In fact, in some cases, more work than you could ever imagine. But you would do it effortlessly for hours, whether you realize it or not. I do it. I have been doing it. And it's amazing because it then ties into that like, oh, if you do what you love, you will never work a day in your life. 
it's true uh, more and more as i get further along in this this process i'm like wow like technically i'm not working but i am working and then the worst part is you trying to explain yourself to people oh that's the worst sometimes because people are like what is it you do and i have to like sometimes use my own like that's sometimes my own issue that i have to deal with it's like oh i have a digital agency i have to say that just to kind of get them off my you know because if i say like oh well i'm a content creator and i'm a writer and um you know i'm uh yeah like a digital creator and and um I have online communities and all this other stuff. Uh, people tend to get like, oh, okay. So like, you know, they either don't understand or like, oh, that's not responsible. Or that's whatever. They're not, they're not getting this world. And I'm like, oh yeah. But you know, my friends who have much larger accounts, if I told you what they were making, you like your jaw would drop, you know? <laughs> so, you know, because they have distribution, right? I'm not going to go on a tear. The point is, is that I effortlessly love writing and building and creating and designing and architecting and creating systems and doing all of that for my work which is tied to my message and my message is tied to the world and for that i feel very mission driven and on purpose so i love you guys i appreciate you thank you for tuning in as always please leave a written review on apple some of you guys i you know when you let me know that you love it um even on instagram i always end up asking you guys as well to do a written review uh, i am very unapologetic for asking you <laughs> to, to leave a written review because it really means a lot to the show expanding so appreciate you guys as always thank you for tuning in and until next episode i'm out all right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.